It's Angela Yee, and I'm telling you right now that the Alive Podcast Network app is the best directory of podcasts created for us by us. From relationships to making money moves, there's a show that'll captivate every listener. And for my fellow Black creatives, this is a call to action to take your brand and monetization to the next level. It's for the culture. Join the movement and sign up today. Sign up today to get a six-month subscription for $20. Visit AlivePodcastNetwork.com. Coming soon to iOS and Android. Uh, What is it? Early 21. I get into government contracting. And I know this is going to sound crazy for some people, but 30 days in, I win my first contract in government contract. Mm, Most people take years to do it because they just not they yeah. not following this proven system. Mm. But my first contract, and a lot of people like to hear this one. Yeah. My first contract, because actually it was my smallest one, but my first contract was for Catholic services in the federal prison of California. I told mm. you I live in Ohio, right? Mm-hmm. I've never been there, <laughs> and I'm not Catholic. Just want to throw y'all out there because y'all didn't know. I'm not Catholic and I've never been to California. But yeah, I have a five-year contract with the federal prison in California for a Catholic chaplain to go in there every single week and do Catholic services. How did I do that? Amazing. <laughs> amazing. How did I do it, right? It's amazing, right? It's 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 the middleman concept. I called a bunch of Catholic church. Long story short, called a bunch of Catholic churches. They taught me to call the diocese. I didn't, I didn't know what a diocese was. I'm not Catholic. They told me, I called the diocese. They said, call the prison ministry. I called the prison ministry. They said, call Chaplain Richard. He does the prison across the street. He'll love to do that prison. I said, okay. I called Chaplain Richard. Hey, Chaplain Richard, how much do you charge to do Catholic services? Long story short, he's like $25 an hour. I said, okay, great. I went to the government. I said, my, this is my first one. My company is going to do your Catholic services for $30 an hour. The government said this. And it's going to blow people's mind. The government said, okay, great. You win the contract. We just need the resume of the person doing the services. I said, okay, so they don't need my resume. I don't need to be Catholic. I just need to give them the... I say, Chaplain Richard, send me your resume. He sent me his resume. I give it to the government on Monday. I win the contract on a Friday. I'm now in year two of that contract. <sighs> I searched all over the world, struggling to find it. Then I met my boy, David E. Simons. Yeah. I searched all over the world, struggling to find it. Then I met my boy, David E. Simons. Yeah. Discover my gift, yeah, yeah. Discover my gift, yeah, yeah. David D. Simons. Welcome to another episode of How I Discovered My Gift. I'm in the building with my guy, Wes Fisher. Welcome to the show, my brother. What's up? What's up? How y'all doing? Thanks for awesome. having me, man. Man, it's <laughs> truly a pleasure to have you on, man. We got a chance to meet uh, in person some, some months back. Man, I just love your spirit, bro, and I, I really appreciate you taking some time to bless people. Um, and you've done some amazing things, and you have an amazing story that I got to hear in person and a, a little bit behind the scenes. So, Bro, can you just take us through the journey, man? Like, from I want to go. I want to start from childhood, man. Like, I'm gonna say, where, I was gonna say, where are we starting at? Oh, that's a oh, good yeah. question. Like, where, how far are we going back? Oh, What's up? Oh, what you want to do? All the all the way back, bro. Childhood. All the way back. Yeah, take me back from young West uh, okay. to to today. Yeah, man. 
I mean, so, like entrepreneurially wise, what are we like, talking about? Like, bro, I, I want to know what your mindset was as a child, like your upbringing. Take us okay. through, take okay. us through the beginning foundations, and and, and this okay. shows all about the gifting, right? So, mm -hmm. so anything that can hint at the gifting in you. So, got you, got you. Well, man, okay. I, I for me, I may even start back. I mean, I could go further back, but I would say for me, maybe middle school, high school. And I'm going to speak it to entrepreneurship, man. You know, I was one of the guys, you hear all the stories all the time. I was one of the guys out there selling airheads. I was out there selling candy. I was out there selling all types of stuff. Like, I think it might have been in middle school where it started when my mom was like, took me to Sam's Club, you know, Sam's Club or Costco, yeah. whatever people call it. Yeah. Took me over to Sam's Club and showed me that, oh, you can buy a box of Snickers for, I don't know what it was, $5, $8. But it's like 13, 14, 20 of them. And that right there kind of sparked. Now, my question, my thing is like, I don't really know why. You know, you might think like, well, why do you want to make money, Wes, as a kid? Like, I don't really know. It, it was, I was not the guy that was into Jordans. I wasn't into, you know, buying clothes. I wasn't into Jordans. I, I I'm still not. I'm still not that guy. But it was just like, and it, as a kid, did we really know independence? I don't know. It wasn't like, oh my God, I need to get this money so I can get independence. I don't think that it was that either, but whatever it was in me man that's where it kind of started it was just like wow i want to you know maybe be my own man maybe taking control maybe maybe just having cash in my pocket maybe that was it i don't know what it is but i think that's kind of where it started middle school high school and doing those type of things and really after that after high school i went straight to college man i, I did a traditional route you know nine to five went to college got my bachelor's degree in education Went back to college, got my master's degree in education, mm. became a school teacher, you know, taught special education for eight years. So, you know, I kind of did the whole nine to five thing. But in the back of my head, I was, I, you know, it's funny. I, I don't say this. I actually went into education because I knew I had summers off. And I was <laughs> like, well, you know, as a businessman, I was like, I got summers off. So at least I can make some moves during the summer. And I would during the summer, I would do little side hustles and do little things. So that's kind of why I even got into teaching. But I mean, I care about the kids too. I care yeah. about the kids. I care about the kids. <laughs> but you know, it was kind of that type of deal. So you know, the whole education deal. Did that for eight years. Loved it. In the meantime, I built like my first. I guess you could say my first major company. I got involved in home healthcare. So oh, wow. I was teaching special ed. So I had a degree in special ed, and then it kind of worked out that I opened a home healthcare company for people with special needs. Yeah. So we actually started that when I first started teaching. So the company's right now like nine or 10 years old. I still have it to this day. I don't do a lot in it now, but when we first started it, you know, we got our first couple of clients. I got some aids. We send aids to the home and we provide care. And it was really rewarding, man. I still have it to this day. Still have it to this day. But wow. Look at now that. I'm doing different things. I don't know if we want to talk about what we're doing now, but oh, I'm doing, oh, I'm doing oh, different yeah. things now. You, you already know. We're going to go all the way in there, <laughs> all the way in. Dude, so so that's interesting. So you had this entrepreneurial spirit like as a child. Yeah. Did you do you have a family of entrepreneurs? Did your mom your mom took you to to the to, to the store? Did she an entrepreneur? Like how did how it was was nah, it, yeah, you're right. That's a good question. No, it wasn't it wasn't like her idea. It wasn't like, hey Wesley, go get these airheads and then go sell them for a quarter at peace. And no, nah, it wasn't like her idea. It was just like it kind of just parked sparked in my head. Mm -hmm. Um, nah, I wasn't really raised around the entrepreneurs. There was nobody like that. No. Mm -hmm. Wow. 
Interesting. Okay. So it's kind of yeah. like it's just like flowing. You just naturally flowed towards it. And yeah. and uh and then like you said, you went into to education. Yeah. Um and then you were building this out. So what I would not like to know is, you know, being an educator and once an educator, always an educator, right? For sure. Um, for sure. What is your dominant gift? What is my dominant gift? Oh, I know what it is. What's that? Hopefully I can word it correctly. All right. Hopefully I can word it correctly. Um, Because the first thing that comes to my head is I want to say, oh, don't I don't overthink. Oh, I take action. But it might be it's bigger than that. But I would say my most dominant gift is making things simple and just taking constant action on those things. Hmm. Like hmm. I, I kind of, I'm, I'm still learning how to word it, but I've kind of learned recently that you know to lose weight is like calories in, calories out, eat less, lose weight. But yeah, it's a multi-billion-dollar industry. We got people spending all this money on it, and it's like calories in, calories out, just lose weight. Same thing with business. No matter what you're doing, if you're in real estate, if you're in Toro, Airbnb, stock market. Just doing the simple things. Oh, my friend told me recently, but I can't think of it right now. But he said doing the simple, like me, what I'm good at in business and what people are should learn to be good at in business is not about being good at being like doing extraordinary things. Like, oh, I can crunch numbers so quick and I can do this extraordinary thing. That's not it at all. To mm. be successful in life is being ordinary and doing the ordinary thing over and over and over again without being sidetracked by emotions mm-hmm. without being sidetracked by life and just going like you know what in order for me to be successful in this business i'm just gonna do this one thing over and over again i don't know what it's called i know it's a long answer yeah that's what it is wow man so you have a ability to like simplify um but not just simplify the execution piece so take yeah. me back to when, you know, whether unconsciously or consciously, the furthest back you can go where you recognize this gift. Mm. When I recognize, see now, I, just recently I can word this gift, mm-hmm. but now mm-hmm. that you say that, when did I actually recognize it? Yeah. Or, or, or looking back, maybe you recognize, you know how sometimes you don't really know you. it now, but you realize, you know what? I was using it then. When I was a child, or I was, you know what it is. I'll say this because people don't know this about me. I I have this disability. I have dyslexia. You know, mm-hmm. I've already struggled with dyslexia, was mm-hmm. just reading and writing. But yeah, did I not just tell you I got a master's degree, right? That's, that's <laughs> I just right. tell you that. But like, I, and I have, you know, I, I was I was the guy in the special ed room. I was the guy who had the tutor. I was the guy. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about from from uh, first grade. Yeah. I had a tutor from first grade. My whole my whole education tutor. Special ed classroom, the whole nine. I was I was in special ed my entire educational career, mm-hmm. um, but I would say that that like you said that skill set even in first grade, even though things were complicated to me, and I had dyslexia, I still had to make things simple to get through it, and that's why I think that I always and that's why that's why I kind of why I went to education in the first place, and that's why I taught special ed was to help other kids even black and you know brown kids as well but all kids that even though you guys you know you have special needs or you have a disability it's like you can still achieve whatever you want by just being consistently doing something ordinary you ain't got to be extraordinary and go to harvard or go to yale 
you can you know you can go to a public school or public i went to kent state university right. so you can go to kent state and get you a degree and still have that same success but like mm -hmm. you said i would say back until like as far as i can remember it would probably be first grade because that's where i remember my first tutor and that's where i remember me on like you know what this school stuff is tough for me this reading stuff is tough for me this writing stuff is tough for me but i gotta still make it simple so i mm. can get through it wow it's kind of like it it what some would consider a disability you, you know it, it develops your ability right yeah. like it, it developed who you are like it made that gifting to simplify because you had to simplify it to yeah. Like one of my mentors, probably a mentor of yours as well, Dr. Myron Golden, talks about how you know he, uh, you know, had to he he read slowly, and so to comprehend, he really really had to understand what he was reading and would mm -hmm. read it over and over and over and over to get it, to get it. So it, it, the byproduct of that is mastery, right? And and, and, and so it's amazing how that happens. So wow, dude. So so. Now take me into this path, man. You're in government contracting and you're a beast at it. And, <laughs> and, then, and now you're helping other people to break free. Um, how did you even segue from this educational piece mm -hmm. to the government space? I love it, man. I love it. Yeah. As an educator, um, as you know, you know, we had the 2020 and we had what happened in 2020. I don't even want to say it because you say the word things be, you know, you can't put that stuff on the internet. But 2020 <laughs> happened right? and we went home. So I'm still teaching, but I'm teaching from the crib. I'm teaching from home. And I'm like, I kind of really like this. You know, at the time I kind of had my home health care company. I, at that point, it might have been like a half a million dollar company, maybe a million dollar company. But I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not paying myself that. I'm just making myself as a CEO. So it was growing. And so I kind of had the ability to like to be risky. And I always want to tell people I had the ability to be risky. I don't want people to get, you know, take what I say wrong. Mm -hmm. I had the ability to be risky. So, you know, 2020 happened. We went home and I, I started diving into all everything else is out there. I said, I love teaching, but I want to make money and be my own boss. So I looked, I looked at everything again. I looked at Airbnb. I looked at Toro. I looked at day trading. I looked at real estate. I looked at options trading. I mean, I mean when, I mean, when I say I looked at it, that means I found every expert in that niche and I had like three or four or five grand sitting around like, who am I going to invest with? Who am mm. I, I know I, because I, I understood that to be successful at something, you want to take the shortest path mm. as a person with dyslexia. I was like, I ain't got time and I can't read everything like I want to and write everything I want to. So I got to find a mentor. So mm. I took the money and I was like, I'm going to go pick someone. And this is a funny story. All the ones I looked at, I looked at this one course that said, Hey, I can show you how to get a truck and you can sell some wooden pallets and make money. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna buy that one. And I bought that one. I was like, why did I buy that one? It was crazy. It, it, people don't know a 48, what I'm talking about is a 4840. It's a pallet. Think about anything that gets shipped on the, on the ocean or anything that gets shipped. It yeah. comes on a wooden pallet. Right. Factories get these things by the thousands. And this course taught me that I bought a $5,000 truck. I paid $5,000 for the course. But over during 2020, 2021, I made a hundred grand doing pallets. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what a second. Yes. I was wow. a middleman. I wow. was a guy going to on the street, picking up old pallets and then put them on my truck and taking them to a pallet yard and selling them for five, six dollars a piece. But I was getting the pallets for free. Wow. But 
Here's the worst part of that story. If people don't know, I live in Northeast Ohio where it gets cold. Mm. So, you know, we had the winter come up and I wasn't moving so many pallets. And then mm. also me and my wife, you know, we want to travel. And I realized, okay, when I travel, I'm also not moving pallets. My truck is not moving. I bought mm. this five. I mean, my, I kid you not, this truck I bought had 300,000 miles on it. That's it's five grand. But yeah. it, it, it was trucks make money. But once I figured that out, that if I can't, if my money is attached to me physically being there, then that's not a way to make money, no mm. matter how great it was. Because the guy pitched it like, hey, he, and I, again, I know people who are making doctor's money flipping pallets, but it's like, wow. you still got to physically be there. Right. So long story short, uh, I, I saw a guy on YouTube talking about government contracting, talking about, and he mentioned the word middleman. I'm the middleman. I'm just the middleman. I don't do the work. I don't cut the grass. I'm just the middleman. I said, mm. middleman. That's what I do. I'm mm. the middleman. I'm just the middleman to local little, you know, little factories around my house. Yeah. And I found out I could be the middleman to the federal government. Mm. And I could not ever touch the work. I don't ever see the work, never touch the work. I said, mm. I bought another course. I said, I'm going to get in this one. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and do another one. Nice. And, uh, man, things are going crazy. I mean, I could talk about it, but like, oh, oh yeah. Oh, we're going we gonna to deal with hear about it. Huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're gonna do, let, let's, let's start in the journey and then take us to where you are today, right? Like, like, yeah. like, yeah. What it what so what I'm also seeing here um with you, Wes, is I'm seeing your gift in action, right? Like as you're telling me your this the story and you know from mm -hmm. from childhood, right? Like yeah. you're you were executing faithful with the with the with the selling of the candies and then you know you're you're in school, you know, trying to push through school. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you obviously mm -hmm. push through school. Right, like you got there, you made it, made it through the, the made it yes, happen sir. with the masters, yes, and then sir. and then this trend. Now, even while working, you build a home care agent, and you just kind of gloss over it. But I want listeners. I want. I'm not gonna <laughs> let you. I'm not gonna let you just gloss over stuff. Gloss over the home care. Build I know. a home care business to half a million, working a yeah. full time job. Yeah, and I still had a full time. I had and a full time job the whole time. Yeah, the whole time. I had a full time job the whole time. Yeah. Some people, it's so hard for people to build a business, one business to hundred k. <laughs> Okay, yeah, and this yeah. man is doing 500, <laughs> half a million yeah. in a business yeah. in home care. So, yeah. I just want the listeners to make the connection like yeah. that's how strong your gifting is because it allows you to do what you do and and zero in on what we call the Pareto principle. Mm. Probably you you operate with the 20% the that's going to give you the 80% result. You look yes, at things. Sir. From yes, that sir. from that perspective, you're not looking at just the minutiae and all the other stuff. You don't get time for that, right? Nope. And the same thing in this pallet business, right? You build it to 100k. There's mm -hmm. a synonymous trend. So I just imagine. So I know we're about to go into government contracting. Now, now, yeah, now you ready for government contracting money? <laughs> let's hear. Let's hear it, brother. Let's go. Now government contracting money. That's a different type of money, man. I it's said, fun. I, it's some fun money. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> but you know what? I'm glad you mentioned the home health care again because I forgot to mention the reason I looked at everything and I chose government contracting was like in my home health care, I got all this overhead. I got employees. I got payroll. I got insurance. I got physical buildings. I got vans. I got all this stuff and I got all this liability. Mm. But when I learned about the middleman concept in government contracting, I was like, wait a second. 
I can build another million dollar business and I'm the only employee. I have no employees in my government contracting business. Mm. It's mm. just me. I don't have I don't have a VA. It's mm. just me. So wow. anyway, long story short, uh what is it? Early 21, 21, I get into government contracting. And I know this is gonna sound crazy for some people, but 30 days in, I win my first contract in government contract. Mm. Most people take years to do it because they just not they yeah. not following this proven system. Mm. So my first contract, and a lot of people like to hear this one. Yeah. My first contract, because actually it was my smallest one, but my first contract was for Catholic services in the federal prison of California. I told mm. you I live in Ohio, right? Mm-hmm. I've never been there, and I'm not Catholic. <laughs> Just want to throw y'all out there in case y'all didn't know. I'm not Catholic, and I've never been to California. But yeah, I have a five-year contract with the federal prison in California for a Catholic chaplain to go in there every single week and do Catholic services. How did I do that? Amazing. <laughs> amazing. How did I do it, right? It's amazing, right? It's it's, it's the middleman concept. I called a bunch of Catholic church. Long story short, called a bunch of Catholic churches. They told me to call the diocese. I didn't, I didn't know what a diocese was. I'm not Catholic. They told me, I called the diocese. They say called a prison ministry. I called a prison ministry. They said, call Chaplain Richard. He does the prison across the street. He allowed to do that prison. I said, okay. I called Chaplain Richard. Hey, Chaplain Richard, how much do you charge to do Catholic services? Long story short, he's like $25 an hour. I said, okay, great. I went to the government. I said, my, this is my first one. My company is going to do your Catholic services for $30 an hour. The government said this. It's going to blow people's mind. The government said, okay, great. You win the contract. We just need the resume of the person doing the services. I said, okay, so they don't need my resume. I don't need to be Catholic. I just need to give them the, I say, Chaplain Richard, send me your resume. He sent me his resume. I give it to the government on Monday. I win the contract on a Friday. I'm now wow. in year two of that contract. Wow. But here's the funny part. Yeah. People say, well, how much money did you make? I told you it was $5 on top of his hour, right? 25 and 30. Right. He only worked like one or two hours a week. He ain't, I, I, mm. I didn't become a millionaire off one contract. Did I, did I leave my job and not go back to teaching? Yes. But was I a millionaire off one contract? No. But when I won that contract, because I used to go into the jails as an educator, I used to have to go. I had students locked up all the time. And mm. I used to have to go to the jails. I used to have to teach my out of my workbooks and bring my laptop with me. And I hated that. I couldn't leave. I wanted, I could leave, but I got to ask to leave. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't leave when I want to leave. Right. I hated that feeling. And now it's like, wow, he's in the federal prison doing Catholic service, helping people, and I'm getting paid every hour he's there. I said, it's game over. Mm. Next contract I won was 450000 <laughs> <laughs> Something else we can talk about. It, but yeah. Oh, 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 my God. <laughs> wow. So, so I am like blown away here, man. So, <laughs> so you, you, you get this contract and it just, it just opens your eyes. You're like, like, yo, this is, this is what I want to do. Like, and, and I think, I think the listeners hearing this, like, it's like, it's like a, a, a moment where you realize, okay, my life is about to change. I, I, I cracked the code here. It's like a, a, a code cracking moment for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So talk to us about the dis- the time from that contract to this next one where you cracked the 450 and what tells, if you could tell us a little bit of insight into what yeah. that, 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 was- that one is. It was the next month. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> wow. I mean, long wow. story short. 
Yeah, when I got started, it was I won a contract for month one, then I won one the next month, then I won one. I basically just kept winning one every other month or every month as I go on about the process because the process was so simple. I simplified it. Remember I said, I keep Mm -hmm. things so simple. So I said, okay, talk to the government, find the opportunity, talk to the contractor, find someone who can do it, put them together, put my money on the top. I said, no way. This is this is this too easy. So my wow. next contract was for the 450000 It was for uh, air duct cleaning. I still have it. I'm in year two. Again, most of my contracts are for multiple years. It's wow. for air duct cleaning. Now, it wasn't a huge profit for me. It was only fifty grand to me profit that I get out of yeah. the contract. You did nothing. But, I know, right? It's in Las Vegas. Um, I've never seen it. It's 10 buildings in Las Vegas for the Bureau of Reclamation. I don't even know what they do. I don't know what that means, but... It's the Bureau of Reclamation, 10 buildings that we do every year. Um, and that building, that, that contract is $450,000, 50K to me for that contract. And again, we're in year number two, and I've still never seen the building. But I'm going to fast forward. We can talk about other things. But I'm going to fast forward about the most recent contract I won because I want to I want to break down even more deals for deals for you guys. Give you some yeah. architecture sauce. Yes, sir. So recently, I just won another contract in Las Vegas, kind of. It's actually at the Grand Canyon. But I want another contract. It's for chimney cleaning. Now, let me ask you a question. Do I own a chimney cleaning company? No. No. Do I live in Las Vegas? No. No. But the government said we need about 70 plus chimneys clean at the Grand Canyon. Mm. I didn't know they even had chimneys at the Grand Canyon. But supposedly there's like houses out there where there's chimneys at. I said, okay, great. I reached out to a company. The company said we can do it, Wes, but it's gonna cost some money. We gotta go out there. We gotta we gotta stay in hotels. We gotta stay out there for some days. It's gonna be expensive. I said, okay, how much is it gonna be? They said twenty two thousand. I said, okay, that's expensive. Okay, cool. I mean, whatever. I went to the government. I said, government, my company. Now I've learned. I'm two years in now. Mm-hmm. My company will do it for forty eight thousand. What the government say? Yes. Wow. <laughs> Five year contract. So the contract Ooh. is like. 253,000. I'll make about 26k a year. But here's the best part. Um it's going to take them 9 days to clean all chimneys. We're starting it next month. It's going to take them 9 days to clean the chimneys. They're going to show up, they're going to clean the chimneys. They're going to send me a bill for 22,000. I don't have to pay them up front the way we do. If you follow my system, I don't pay anything up front. They send me a bill for 22,000. Mm. I send a bill to the government for 48. The government pays me 48, I pay them 22. I'll keep 26. I'll see you next year. And then wow. we'll do it again next year. And then we'll do it again next year. And then we'll do it again next year. Wow. And uh, I may actually, I, I tell people I never see my contracts, but this time, it's not it's not set in stone. Uh-huh. I may actually go to the Grand Canyon because I could write it off. Why not? Yeah. I may I may fly to Las Vegas, drive out to the Grand Canyon. I'm not going to even talk to them. I'm just going to be in my car looking at the houses like, yeah, that's my contract. <laughs> They don't even know who I am. I'm just, just going to look at them in my car. And I'm going to go, okay, that's my contract. You, really gonna meet them. you ain't going to go meet them. <laughs> I ain't going to meet them. I'm going to call them like, hey, man, how's everything going? And wow. I'm going to be in my car looking up. How's everything going, man? Y'all good? Okay. Wow. <laughs> you know, this brings quite a few quite a few questions, right? So, so what if, I mean, it sounds like you, you you've mastered a process, right? But what if you get a faulty company, right? Just just like there's some some scam, you know, people. Like, how do you ensure that 
the job get because I know with with government past performance, how you mm-hmm. deliver is essential. Mm-hmm. So how do you ensure that? That's a great question. I want people to remember as a middleman, when I've been on a contract, it is my contract. So like you said, it is my responsibility. So we got to deliver, you know, the sub, God forbid, has a death in the family or the sub, God forbid, is out of stock on whatever they happen. You know, then it's, and then it's, I got work to do. To answer your questions, I got work to do. I either got to find somebody else who can fulfill it, which is, it gets a lot easier to do because you already won the contract at that point. So you already got a war letter for 250000 All you got to do is say, hey, will you do it for 80? Will you do it? You know what I'm saying? It's easier to shop around because you already got the money. Or people don't know is you can always walk away from the contract as well. So I've, I've done both. I've had a time, I want a contract for porta potties for like $14,000 to rent porta potties. And my, my, my porta potties are supposed to be there the next morning. Uh, I called, they said there's no porta potties. I called a sub, hey, where the porta potties at? We ain't got them, we gotta stop. I'm like, okay, they was supposed to be there yesterday, but all right. So I called somebody else, I called somebody else. I called a woman. I can't think of her name right now. I went up to Ashley and she was two hours away. She said, I got porta potties. I said, how much is it gonna cost me? I said, as long as, it, as long as it's less than what I wanted for, I'll do it. So long story short, I was still gonna make profit. She said, I can get them there by tomorrow. And it was so funny. And again, I thank God she's safe. But like, she called me the day after she delivered them. She said, Wesley, it was white knuckle the whole way. Cause they were, I actually had to give her GPS coordinates to get where the drop them off. These, these porta potties were out in the middle of the woods somewhere. These random campsites, random coordinates. I had to give her coordinates. And she said it was white knuckle. I had to grab my steering wheel. The cliff was on this side. My mm. truck got the porta potties, but I made it there, Wes. I'm like, I'm glad you're safe. I'm in my car. I'm like, I'm glad you're safe. I'm glad you're safe. But that's that's the that's how it works. You know, you just gotta yeah. coordinate and make things happen. But yeah, you do it from home. I'm at the house. I'm on my couch. Hey, I'm glad you're safe. I'm glad that's good. But yeah. I'm glad we did it. Cool. Wow. So, so that contract you did keep that one, or you that didn't? one I did keep. I, okay. That one I fulfilled. And again, same other story. There's contracts that I've won that unfortunately I had to let go. Like, hey, we won the contract. Unfortunately, we can't fulfill it for whatever the reason is. And the government, you gotta understand. I mean, yes, it's the government, but you gotta understand the government's not dumb. They're not gonna pay you any money until work is complete. So the government never lost any money. If you want a contract right now, David, for half a million dollars, the right. government is not going to send you a half a million dollars. Right. They're going to send you money as work is complete. Mm-hmm. So for you to say, hey, government, it looks like I'm incapable of completing it. It's justified. They know they know there's labor shortages. The government. Right. It's fine. It's not it's not a huge deal. And I teach people all the strategies on how to go about it and what to say. But yeah, it's not. Wow. Dude, this is awesome. So when did you quit the job? After I won the first contract. That's why I said really? I was out. You, you, yeah. you're like, peace. I, I was out. I was five dollars an hour from a, a chaplain in California. I said, I'm quitting my job. I'm out. Like, like that takes guts too, man. Like it wasn't it wasn't a life-changing sum that made you, nope. you know, leave. You just saw the opportunity and said, I I I see I see the I've been to the mountaintop. I see where it's like. I told you when we when we said that mind blown that I said, okay, wait a second. He's in Cali. I'm in Ohio. I said, game over, man. This wow. is game match set. Let's go. I'm ready. I'm I think it was like literally 
you know, we're supposed to go back in August. And they were like, hey, Wes, you coming back? I'm like, nah, I'm coming back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, like, okay. Like, nah, I ain't coming back. Wow, I'm, I'm done. Deuces. Yeah. Wow, deuces. that's amazing, dude. So, so I mean, like, what did your family say? What did your wife say? I mean, like, as you're, <laughs> like, you know, like, that's a abrupt change. Like, yeah. but you saw it. You knew what was going to happen. How did your well, family my, react my, to that? My lifestyle didn't change, man. My, my family are just now really knowing what I even do now. I'm two years in. Wow. They just now ready. I mean, wife, she know, you know, she know yeah. about it. You know, she all, she all for it and she's excited about it. But I, you know, I think I told you, I'm not the Jordans guy. I'm not out there. I don't, I'm not, I'm not buying a Lambo. Like, I'm not that guy. So it's just like, I'm still just an average dude. Wow. <laughs> average school teacher, man. I always tell people I'm an average school teacher. And like you said, I got the education background. So what is it now? I'm two years in now and I'm like, you know what? People, I do have not not family, but friends. Wesley, how did you do that thing again? How did you how did you do the education? Can you, you know, how did you do a government contract? Can you tell me about it? So I was recording videos, I was telling people about it, and then I was like, you know what? That's when I hit my boy up, uh, Marquell Russell. Actually, I was at a conference where I saw Marquell Russell speak from the stage about these online courses and becoming an educator teaching. I was like, I can do that. I'm a teacher. Mm. <laughs> First of all, right. I was a teacher, and then I was like, I got I got something to teach. I can teach government contracting. So actually, funny story, Mark Quill knows this. I had to hunt that man down. I hunted him down, Mark mm, Quill. Yeah. Yeah, I sure did because I think I said this before. Um, I saw him in a conference in Miami and then um, I filled out a form for them to call me. I got home a week later. Nobody called me. I said, no, I need, I need to be able to teach. Mm. I went to the website, filled out a form again. Nobody called me. I said, no, this ain't going to work for me. I went to the forum. I hunted that man down. And I never even got to speak to him until after I had some success later on. But like, I eventually got a person that told me about how to build a course online. So we're not even a year in now. And I'm going to say this now just to get it out. But my students, my students, we've done it. We did a master's recently, have been awarded over $6 million in government contracts. And this is in like 11 months. Go ahead. <laughs> This is Dude. total award letters. A lot of eleven, about about six million dollars in eleven months. Wow, yeah. dude, that's what it's all about. You, you, you cracked the code, and now you've you're you're like Harriet Tubman setting other people free, uh, right. and, and and letting letting them letting them crack the code like you did. Wow, like, dude, come on. I got that's a system. Awesome. I'm like, come on, come on, come on. So people are coming. Wow, people are coming, man. My oh. calendar, my calendar is stable. Like I tell you right now, if someone want to book a spot with me right now. I'm booked out like two weeks. My calendar stay booked. It's, I, yeah. it's hard, but that's why I put together um, this. So I don't know if you want to talk about, it, but I put oh, together yeah. a five day uh, challenge. Oh yeah. So because I, I mean, if people want to book a spot with me, you want to drop my link or whatever. You guys can, but yeah. it's like it's very hard to get a spot with me on the phone to like talk about the mentorship program. So what I did was put together a five day challenge in which I take a week, Monday through Friday, and I teach people an hour a day or two hours a day, depending if they get VIP or general admission, how to do what I did, how to do government contracts. And here's what's funny. I'm going to even say the price right now just for the general. I charged 97 bucks for this challenge. I've had people win $30,000 contracts, $60,000 contracts. And I'm like, people are winning contracts from Shut attending up. a little five-day event. And then obviously they roll into my mentorship program because right. they know if they want to actually scale it and sustain it. They yeah. got to get to the mentorship program, but yeah, look at yeah. that. Tremendous. He's dropping tremendous value on them. Oh, we're going to plug the link. What's the link to this site? 
Yeah, so the website is uh, uh, www.submitmoreofferschallenge.com. Submit more offers challenge, but yeah, Submit I'll definitely more. send you a link. You can yep. you know check it out. They want to check oh, it yeah. out. Oh stuff. yeah, I've, I've been meaning to do it. I've been seeing the ads, man. Too. I see, ah. I see, I see Wes over here. Love it, man. Um, yeah, man. So, yeah. So, so this is phenomenal, dude. Like, like, um, because you're you're freeing people because we've had conversations about it. Not everybody has a good experience. I, I want to I want to tap into the listener that's listening to this and they've been struggling to get a government contract. Like people go five years, six years, seven years, ten years. Yeah. No success. Yeah. And and so if you could just give obviously with I know people can get more in your challenge and obviously way more in your mentorship. But what do you think is the number one reason of holding people back from getting that first government contract? I know exactly what it is. Mm. I say it every day. I know exactly what it is. I always tell people the average time it takes to win a contract is about two to three years. And I always say, what do you think the reason is? And people say, oh, it's competition. No. Oh, I don't know how. Nope. I say that the reason that no one wins a contract in two years, three years, five years, I always ask them the same question. How many proposals have you submitted? Mm. They say zero. Well, you know, I was a school teacher. One plus one is two. In order to win, you got to submit something. That's why my challenge is called Submit More Offers Challenge. Mm. I'm going to give you guys a number. I've submitted 106 proposals in two years. 106. Mm. I've only won 14. Mm. But I've been awarded over $2.5 myself. Wow. But the thing was, I submitted. And I made mm. things simple. And I just kept going. I kept submitting. I kept submitting. So that's wow. what I do in my five-day. I show people how they... You know, long story short, get off your butt and submit, man. Take action. Mm, that's what's up. So what about for the service side business, right? Because there's like some of the things you mentioned are, are, are some of like the product base and and, and, I, and I, some of some of the service cleaning. But like like a company yeah. like me selfishly, digital marketing, right? <laughs> like like, yeah, like yeah. how does one win a, a, a something like 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 is that the same process for something like yeah. that? hundred percent, hundred percent. So someone like you, there are contracts for everything. The government, I always say like this for, you know, lack of better words, the government buys baby bottles and they buy bullets on the same day. I've literally seen it on the website. Mm. So the government buys everything in between. So like website design, marketing, your, your services. Oh, for You know what? I can't even, bro. We got to talk after this. Oh yeah. Um, not the coast guard, the national guard. The National Guard buys digital marketing services every week. They wow. need people to build their ads, their websites. How do you think the government, the Army, is advertising to college kids or high school kids? Right. They don't do that stuff in-house. That's they true. They hire people like you to yeah. build that and do the, the funnels and build the pages. Like right. I've actually bid on I've, I've bid on one or two that were something that you did wow. that you could do, 100%. Wow. That's what's up. Oh, definitely. We need to talk. So. Yeah. So, um, somebody hearing this as well, Wes is, is saying, "Well, Wes, I don't, I don't have the. I'm not a veteran. I'm not a, you know, I don't have certain certifications. There's a lot of excuses. What right. would you say to those people that like feel like uh, they already count themselves out from this process and being able to do this?" Mm. I would say to those people, you might not know this word, but people call them set-asides. Like the government has this thing called set-asides, you know, 
money set aside for women, Native American, a minority owned, 8A, a veteran, a hub zone, all these different things. But watch this. I have zero set asides. Mm. I have none. And my students have zero set asides. We don't even teach people to get that stuff because that stuff doesn't matter. If you don't know how to submit and you're a woman-owned company, you're a woman-owned veteran company, you're like, I'm a veteran, I'm a woman, I know there's money out there for me. There is, but that stuff doesn't matter. Mm. You gotta know how to get to the money. So mm. I would tell people, if you're listening, you don't need any set-asides. You don't need any experience. Like I said, I'm a school teacher and my contracts are in Catholic services, landscaping, HVAC cleaning, construction i had an aquarium i got an aquarium a thirty-six thousand dollar aquarium built in ohio last year i don't know anything about fish i don't wow. know anything about aquariums i just found an aquarium builder to do it the government wow. said we want an aquarium to be this tall this big we want wood we want actually i think they put turtles in it i don't mean they use it for fish but the government said what they wanted i found a person who did it you can do the same wow you can do the same that's gold, man. I, I, I thank you for inspiring the folks, man. I, I just feel the inspiration oozing out of you, man. So what if somebody is like, okay, I'm, 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 I just want to tr- throw one more excuse out there for people. <laughs> Proposals. Like, Wes, I, I'm not good at this proposal thing. Do you outsource? Do you, what do you, I mean, what do you, what do you say to somebody that's like, I don't know how to do this proposal thing? Hmm. Should I give the secret away? Oh, snap. I don't know if I give the secret. This is for the five day event. Okay. I don't know. I'm going to say say this. I'm going to say this. One, I do my own proposals. I've had people call me and say, Wesley, I was on Fiverr or I was on Upwork and I paid some guy $100 to do my proposal. We've submitted like 20 this year. I'm just like, my my jaw drops. Because you guys remember, here's the best part. I'm going to talk about the proposals, but here's the best part. Sam.gov is free. Uh, going navigating the website is free. Pulling up opportunities is free. Getting a quote is free. And submitting a proposal is free. That's another thing people got to realize in government contracting. All these other bi- I'm not saying nothing's wrong with Amazon. I'm not saying anything's wrong with running ads and doing some business. I'm not saying nothing's wrong with it. But in government contracting, the only thing you're going to buy is your LLC. The whole other process is free. Now, because it's free, why wouldn't you submit a proposal? It's not like in anything else that you got to kind of, you know, pay to play. You got to kind of put some investments in. You could literally just send a blank document to the government. And again, I'm not I'm not telling people to do this. But what if you sent a blank document to the government? What would you think would happen? I could tell you we had we, we had. I won't say we have people done it. We, I've had, I've heard of people who have done it. Send mm-hmm. a blank document to the government. I'm gonna say it like that, and the government responds, "Oh, we got your document, but we not, we're not gonna accept it because you're missing A, B, C, D, E, F. Mm-hmm. Please get that done back and send it back to us. Mm-hmm. All because you sent a blank document. You just learned to do what? You submit just learned how to submit. Wow, wow, that's good. That's how much did it cost you? Nothing." nothing um <laughs> wow that's awesome man so do do you see that people who um win proposals 
um there there's a certain number that they're they're aiming at is it like you to know submit, a number to submit yeah i used to i used to i used to tell people it's like one in ten one in fifteen i used to say that but now my students are submitting one and winning one i have wow. so many students that submit two and win two or submit three and win two or submit four win three i'm like you know what back when i started i submitted 106 and 114 you, you wow. guys are either i guess i'm just getting really good at teaching it but once you learn how to do it and you learn how to follow my system you know it's it is a numbers game i do prepare people like it's a numbers game you got to put your put it out there but we we got things so fine-tuned now that i mean i i kid you not i want to say last week we had about two or three people that were like, just got started and submitted one. They won. I was just like, wow. That's awesome. I'm, I'm excited for it, but I'm just like, wow. wow. Like I, I always tell people one in 10, one in 10. It's like, nah, if you follow somebody who's proven and has a system, then you, you submit in that way. There you go. Yeah. You got success. So do you help people federal, state, and local, or do you, do you focus on a specific one? Good question. Only federal. Okay. Only I, so, I, like to, I like to tell people this, and there's, there's certain coaches out there that do other things, state level, local. I like to tell people this. The reason I have the most success, as we talked about earlier, is I get laser focus on one thing. Mm. So I only do the federal. I have my shutters. And people tell me about state all the time. They tell me about local. They tell me about, oh, you can just use a credit card. And the government will pay you with a credit card. Because local, anything under 250000 the government could... Like, let's say you want to provide services for the army or some local, not the army, but some local government agency. Yeah. They just swipe a credit card and pay you 60K. They'll pay you up front on the local level. But again, I put the blinders on because I'm looking at five-year contracts. Mm. I'm looking at one thing. So I'm only wow. doing the federal and I'm only doing the middle miss style. I don't teach anything else. That's what's up. I appreciate you sharing that, man. I, I want to dig in a little bit into... So in this show, we, we talk about there's three le levels of purpose, the dis discovery. So which is the gift that you have and discovering what your gifting is. And we're all mm -hmm. people that are growing and learning. There's more that we're unveiling about ourselves. The second level is is d development. Like, Wes, you obviously we met in a, a learning development environment. Um, but what's I want people to understand the level of development that goes into becoming a person that you've become today like what what yes. do you like talk to us about the development the study the reading the yeah. the audiobook all, all the stuff that's behind the scenes that nobody sees yes i can speak to that really good because i was one of the guys who got beat up back in the day for doing network marketing mm. network marketing you know network marketing oh yeah oh, oh yeah Hey, the guy at the top makes all the money. Yeah. Right. I was I was one of those guys. I'm not saying I was I was hoping I got the top, but yeah. it was like way back in I think in college, maybe like freshman sophomore year, I heard about network marketing, and I was like, you know what, I can do it. And I Wh think which company, one? Which one did you World do? Venture. World Venture. Okay. okay. <laughs> you know World Ventures? The proud I did, one. I did Primerica. So you did. Prim yeah. I went. I, I've been to like two. I have. I have Primerica insurance. So I, I've okay. been to. I've been, you know, I've been to the meetings. I've seen it all. Oh. I've seen ACN. Oh I yeah. Did, actually, even I forgot about this. Even before World Ventures, what was the lotion one? Um. Uh, not Mary Kay, but Avon. Avon. I did, I did. I did Avon <laughs> even before I forgot about. I did it for like one summer, 
And my mm. mom was like, mostly women do Avon. I was like, well, can you make money with it? Yeah. I said, okay, I want to do Avon. Like, I was like, what do you mean? I didn't care. Like, and I sold a bunch of lotion and deodorant to the bunch of women. That so I, I think I sold all my aunts got lotions and deodorant for me. And I, I, you know, I made a little bit of money over the summer. It was, it was yeah. fun. Yeah. But, but in college is when I really got serious about necromarketing. And I, I probably spent, my wife would tell you, I went to every training. I, I flew on a plane to every training. I went to every event. I sat in the front row every single time. And I, I probably didn't, I didn't make no money. Like I probably spent, who knows? I probably spent $10,000 on just training over the years in, in network marketing. Yeah. And I probably made 500 bucks, but I wouldn't give it up for the world because mm -hmm. even my mom told me today, she said, Wesley, if it wasn't for the training that you received, in network marketing and knowing how to sell, knowing how to talk to people, knowing how to really develop yourself as a businessman, you, you just, you probably wouldn't be here. And I said, you're right. Mm -hmm. I might've spent that money in training and made, I, I didn't make it, we're talking like five, six, seven years. I made no mm -hmm. money, but I spent that time pouring into myself, pouring into events. That's how me and you met at a training event. Absolutely. It wasn't network marketing, but it was still, I. I I'm right. used to going training events. I'm, I go to them all the time, even to this day. Yes. You know, Myron Golden has something. I just missed it, but Myron Golden has something. I was like, I'm gonna go. Did you go? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, I missed hey, it. Hey, you got to go to next year's. Yeah, I go next year. I go next wow. year. It was the first one this year, right? Yep. Yeah, I go next wow. year. Wow, wow, dude. So, so talk to us more about that, right? So, so that 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 developed in you that personal development that that muscle. Like what is, what is, give me like a year from now, a year back, all the way a year back. What's that, what's that kind of like person development? What are you, what are you doing? How, how, how many events are you going to? What are you training? What do you, you know, all mm -hmm. that stuff. Talk to me about mentorship. You, you know, a mentor has mentors. I know you got great mentorship. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. All that. Yes, sir. 100%. And I tell people all the time, people, and this, you know, what I can tell you the biggest thing is yes, I spend a lot of time on mentorship, but like I said earlier is I made an investment. Even before I even did government contracting or the pallet thing, I was like, I went and saved five grand and I said, I'm gonna give five grand to somebody. Mm. I'm not like everyone else who books a phone call and that I, I wanna change my life. I wanna make 50 grand a month. Okay, you already make investment? Well, I don't have any money. Okay, it's okay that you don't, and I wanna be very clear. Yeah. It's okay that you don't have money. You know what I did one time? I actually have a YouTube video on this. Yeah. I used to go to Craigslist. People don't know this. I don't, I blows my mind. People don't know this. Did you know there's a section on Craigslist called free? Do you know that? Yes. Yeah. It's free. Yeah. You, you click on, I, I guarantee you people who don't live in this country come here and go, wait a second. There's a, there's a website that says free and you can go pick up whatever you want and sell it. Yeah. Yes. I made a video on it. I used to go to Craigslist for free, pick up bikes, pick up, uh, it was mainly kids bikes, uh, old furniture. I would literally take it home. I wouldn't repair. I wouldn't do anything. It worked. It, it had wheels. I put it on Facebook Marketplace for 25, 50 bucks. There we go. Make money oh, just like that. So that. the point was, though, I, I said, let me go save five grand and let me go invest in somebody. Mm. And that's why when something came up, I invested in somebody. And somebody else came up, I invested this. And we also talk about don't waste your money. If mm -hmm. you make the investment, actually do the course. And there it is. I always, especially my wife, she always tells me, if I make an investment like five grand into a mentorship, I better go make five grand back mm -hmm. in a short time. 
That's right. And that's, if you, if you, and that's that should be a, a standard for everyone. Like if you I go agree. spend five grand, focus. That's go right. make five grand. If you there go spend is. ten, now I'll tell you. My, my the answer to your question was, I've now spent five grand on a on a, on a course. I've spent ten grand on a course. Mm-hmm. I've even spent over fifty thousand dollars. There we go. On one mastermind. There we go. That's how much I've spent. Uh, respect, respect, brother. And you've made it back well over. Well over. That one yeah. that I spent fifty grand on for the mastermind made it back well over because you got to mm. understand. And don't you don't have to obviously you don't have to start with the fifty grand. Go right. start with the twelve hundred dollar course. Right. And go make twelve hundred dollars. There and we then go. go do the five grand course and right. go make five grand. And mm. then eventually you'll find one that really sticks for you that you'll pay, you know, eight grand for. Right. You'll, you'll knock it out the park. There we go. I love it, man. <laughs> so so talk to me about um I, I want to respect your time too. I just got a few more questions for you, brother. Sure, sure. Uh, talk to me about this the last D, which is distribution. So marketing, right? Because I, I, I hinted at it earlier that mm-hmm. I see your ads, man. I see you doing it. I see you pushing stuff out here and, yeah. and you're, you're, you're killing it. But even more importantly, your your students are killing it too, which yes. is rare in this coaching space, right? Yes. A lot yes. of times people, you got amazing coaches, but what about your students? Where the students you know, like, 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 what, What's the success of your students? So I really, I really want you to speak to... Um, the how you're you're marketing I do. your business and your men, the mentorship side of your business and all the things you do not only you're obviously marketing to the government but for my entrepreneurs that are listening like what are you strategically doing to market mm-hmm. yourself and be more effective in your marketing and distribution that's a that's a great question and i'm a, i'm gonna give you the answer then i'm gonna try to speak to the people who don't have this but what i did and we've always heard this, but I, I I took it to heart is I said, I'm going to be the one out there showing the most social proof. And it, it, it's got to be undeniable. Like even on my YouTube channel, I have a thing called the winner circle. Mm. I, I do. A, uh, I go live on Zoom with some of my students that won contracts every other Wednesday. Mm. And I'm just like, hey, this person won this contract. Let's talk about it. This person won that contract. Let's talk about it. So the one thing that I do that is really good when it comes to distribution and marketing is I'm really going to really just get people results as soon as possible. That You know what? I learned it back to Necro Marketing. Mm. They said in Necro Marketing, when you sign someone up, you got to get them a win in 24 hours. Mm. And that, a win, I forgot what it was, but a win could be a phone call. It could be a presentation. But they had right. to get a win in 24 hours. That clock is ticking because they don't get that win in 24 hours. They're yeah. gone. Now, right. I'm not saying you're going to win a contract in 24 hours, but I'm right. saying that when people walk on for me, my goal is to get them success as soon as possible. And so I can get them to scream. So people scream my name at the mountaintops. Wes Fisher did this. Wes Fisher did that. I'm like, let me go ahead and put it out there. Let everybody know because that social proof, you know, like you spoke to some, some of these coaches out here, again, nothing wrong with a Lambo. I might get one one day, but yeah. some of these coaches out here, all you see is the Lambo, you know, you see the house, and you like, where the students at? You'll never see any students. You just see the cars and the houses. And that's called, I forgot, uh, you know, you, you're, you know, they're they're flaunting the lifestyle. And nothing wrong if, it, if it's legit, but it's like, I don't, I've never flaunted lifestyle. I've always flaunted, look at this student one, 300K start contract. Mm. Look at this student, look at this student. Wow. And I do want to say this, if you're interested in getting the coaching 
And let's say you don't have that social proof for your students. Well, what do you got at the very beginning? You got your social proof. There so you like go. day one, I just talked about my contract, but you see how now I rarely even talk about my contracts and I talk about my students' contracts. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have the students' contracts, you know, your students' contract, whatever, whatever you teach. Right. Talk about what you've done. Even what you've done. I, I was talking to someone at the conference we were at. It was a woman. And I forgot she said that she'd help women with mental illness and she helped women through suicide and things of suicidal, you know, you know, ideas. Yeah. And she helped people that, with that mental illness. So it might not have to be money, mm. but she was helping people do something. Yeah. And I was like, well, speak to that. You right. know, you might not have the people that have, you know, gone through your course yet, but speak to what you've done and That's tell right. people what you've done. There we go. Lead with that. Lead with what you've done, not so much like what you do. Like right. I, I, I'm sorry, I'm saying this last thing, and I'm done. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, I'm so sorry. Hey, flow, flow, bro. Yeah, because this, this is important to me. Yeah, I've talked to a lot of people who want to get into coaching now, and I always say this: Okay, what do you do? And they go, Well, I do, and then I do this, and then and then emotionally we do this, and then and on the back end we got this going on, and did it. I'm just like. Okay. And then they, the once they're done talking, they ask me, well, what do you do? Uh, I teach people how to make six or seven figures in government contracting. And now they're like, stop talking. Mm. There's nothing else to say. It's just like, mm. I keep things again. That's me making things simple, simple, but it's just like, stop selling what you do. You know, just sell the outcome. Tell people like what they're going to get. Mm. I teach people how to make six and seven figures a year with government contracting, mm. period. That's like mm -hmm. the only thing I ever see. When people ever, you might, you heard me. I think Mark Quell was asking me, hey, you know, Wesley, say your, 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 uh, your spiel, what you do. And I stand up. Uh, I do government contracting. I teach people to make six and seven figures a year. That's it. And I sit down. That's all I ever say. Wow. Because I, there's nothing more to say. Like that's, that's, Straight but you, you can make anything that simple. Mm. No matter what you do, even if you're in, you know, something else, it's just make it simple. When it's yeah. simple, it's like people can go, oh, you do that okay i want to work with you that's right that's right wow dude beautiful beautiful man um one one question we always ask on the show you weren't pressed okay. on this what's the difference between one's gift and one's purpose one's gift and one's purpose hmm what's the difference between one's gift and one's purpose. You ask that to everybody, huh? Everybody. <laughs> That's tough. I'm like, I gotta think about it, man. What's the difference between one's gift and one's purpose? Purpose. Hmm. That's tough. I mean, I, I would say, man, my answer depends on, you know, where you are with your faith. I would say that. I would say, you know, you gotta put God first and where your faith where God leads you because wherever God is leading you at or wants you to do in life, that's your purpose. And yes, I believe God's going to put a gift in there that's going to lead you to that purpose. But again, like, are they one and the same? I mean, maybe not. Maybe your purpose is to do, you know, this, you know, you know, change the lives of these kids in the third world countries and, and you know, do these amazing things. But and here's the thing. I, I, this, is, this, is, this is really good. I, I, guess I, I, I say this all the time. Let's say your goal is to change a life for people in the third world country or just do something big, impactful for the world. Right. But people forget 
you need money. <laughs> like it <laughs> takes money. People are like, That's I'm right. gonna go do a nonprofit. I'm gonna sit down in the corner and I'm gonna wait for someone to hand me a check. It's like, yeah, you can do that. You can do a grant. Right. But what if you got really good at selling a solution mm-hmm. that actually helped people? And yeah. you made a lot of money. Because people say, oh, well, sales is, no, I don't want to sell. And, you know, business is, uh. Well, and, and the way I look at it is I, business is God's business. Like, mm-hmm. God is going to give, bless you through people and through money. And you're going to use it for his kingdom and use it for good works. Right. So, but you got to be, you know, go go make some money. Go actually put the, you know, I right. don't I don't believe, I don't want to get too far. I know you've made a favor. I've made yeah. a favor, but. Feel I don't free, bro. There's, there's no holds bar, bro. We we flow here. <laughs> no holds bar. Okay. Yeah. Just just feel yeah. I'm a Christian. I'm in the faith, yeah. so yeah. but I don't believe you sit on the couch and you go like, man, God just bless me, and you know it's just going something's going to fall out the sky. God, that's why I say relationships are so. I'm I'm so glad we met, David. Absolutely. Like relationships are important. That your blessings are always going to come through people. Mm-hmm. Number one. It has to come through. It could be digital. It could be a, a, a message or a DM. It could be digital, right. but it's going to come through a person. That's right. So you got to have those relationships. Mm. And then once those relationships happen, things come through. Mm. I mean, if you're in sales, give someone a solution. Give them. Give someone that can help them make money, help them do something. And right. once you make this money, then you can go be impactful and do what you want to do. There we go. That's good, bro. That's good, man. You dropped so much gems, so many wisdom. This man, I already know this. This this thing about to blow up. Now, um, other question for you: Is there anything you wanted to share that you didn't share with the audience? Nah. Okay. We left it all on the table. We put it all on the table. table. I, I love it. I love it. So we're gonna we're gonna put the link to www.submitmoreofferschallenge.com plug in they might see me in there bro I'm, I'm i'm gonna be i'm gonna be i've been telling you i'm gonna join it i'm gonna do it i'm gonna Let's plug in it. next challenge i don't know when it is uh yep. but i'm gonna plug in so brother plug thank in. you so so much man for blessing the people thank you for using your gift to operate and, and master it in your life and 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 as a result you're impacting the lives of so many other people by by walking in your gift man and and, and execution and making things happen and and, and and pouring back into your students and your people. So kudos to you, bro. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for blessing the folks. Thank you, sir. Thank you for putting the show on, man. Thank you for inviting me. And thank you for doing what you're doing, man. This is amazing. I'm glad to be here. So thank you, brother. Thanks, bro. It's love. I searched all over the world, struggling to find it. Dear listener, I would like to thank you so much for listening to How I Discovered My Gift with yours truly, David D. Simons. As a token of my appreciation, I would love to give to you my most important piece of work to date, and it's called the Purpose Gift Tape. It's a motivational mixtape geared towards helping you to identify your gifts, which ultimately lead to you discovering your purpose. This is a six-track album I poured my heart and soul into. It includes beautiful beats, an amazing spoken word over it and i'd love to give that to you as a free gift as a token of my appreciation for being a part of the community so to get your copy all you need to do is go to podcast.daviddsimons.com that's podcast.david the middle initial d simons s-i-m-o-n-s.com and get yours today 
Thank you for being a listener. I'll catch you on the next episode. How I Discover My Gift with David D. Simons is proud to be of the amazing and illustrious Alive Podcast Network.